Good morning, Oregon. It's Monday, December 21st. This is Elliot News with your news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Oregon lawmakers will decide Monday on proposals to help renters, landlords, restaurants, and school districts. A one-day special meeting of the legislature will focus on whether to extend the state's residential eviction moratorium and create a $150 million fund for landlords whose tenants have fallen behind on payments. Lawmakers will also decide whether to permit bars to sell cocktails to go, cap delivery fees restaurants pay to third-party platforms, and extend coronavirus liability protections to schools. A legislative committee took three hours of input on all of the proposals last week, but much of the testimony focused on the residential eviction moratorium most in support of the extension. Go to OregonLive.com slash politics for the latest. The general public knows by now the persistent cough, fatigue, and shortness of breath that can come with the initial onset of a coronavirus infection. Less familiar are the long-term problems that can follow the initial infection. For so-called long haulers, the disease's initial symptoms can linger for months, including body aches and difficulty breathing. They can also experience symptoms that are altogether different, such as a racing heart for no apparent reason, dizziness, rapid drops in blood pressure, and brain fog. Three Oregon long haulers shared their experiences with the Oregonian and Oregon Live. They described confusion and fear as they faced doctors skeptical of their symptoms and not knowing when or if they'll get better. As many as 10% of coronavirus patients struggle with long-term symptoms after the initial infection, according to Oregon Health and Science University Dr. Eric Herman, meaning that as of today, as many as 10,000 Oregonians could already have or may develop such ailments. Four fatal shootings in the past week have pushed Portland's homicides to 53 this year, marking the most killings in the city since the early 1990s. And 2020 isn't over yet, setting up a grim vigil in what police across the country believe is a spasm of bloodshed influenced by the nation's overwhelming health and economic calamities. More than half of the victims in Portland, 35 of them, were killed with guns. Portland Police Chief Chuck Lavelle estimated Portland is averaging a shooting every two days. Oregonians will see a significant increase in COVID-19 testing capacity in coming weeks as new or expanded labs come online at the University of Oregon and Oregon State University. The $4.4 million lab projects, paid for with federal COVID-19 relief funds and other federal assistance approved by the legislature in September, are expected to be operational in Corvallis by year's end and in Eugene beginning in January. The new facilities are expected to address an issue that has been persistent throughout the 10-month pandemic. Oregon simply hasn't had enough labs or tests to process daily demands. It's a long time coming, and the increase will effectively more than double the state's testing capacity. According to state documentation from mid-November, Oregon was completing 18,500 tests a day, but needed 8,000 more. Thanks for listening. Find more news at OregonLive.com and support our journalism with a subscription at OregonLive.com slash pod support.